Welcome to Jans with Joe and Spence, where we talk about everything under the sun, the Adam Sons have done. And today, actually, Joe, did you know? start just a reminder just go follow the podcast on spotify just so you can get all the updates new podcast uh episode every week haven't done the last couple weeks but uh been busy with basketball and we're back at it joe um starting off did you know that's what we're going to talk about the episode did you know that uh last week was my last week of basketball ever last week of basketball you were playing with Ever. a team yeah with forever. a team most likely forever Right now, how do you feel about that? It's it's crazy because all my life it just seems like I was working toward that one thing, and that one thing was being a, like a state champion, like a state champion. But we didn't get it done. We we got the consolation, beat the number one uh, team in the state. But um, everybody thought that was going to be the district or the state championship. Turns out it wasn't. But so you guys did beat the number one state, but you didn't win state. We did, yeah. We beat the number one team in the state, but not the state championship. Nice. Yeah, it was good, but it's kind of it's kind of rattling to say that that was my last game. You know. Did you know when I played basketball, my team went to state my senior year and won? You did you play basketball or no? I did. You did. Did you know I got hurt my senior year and skiing and did not go to state with my team? No, you didn't go to state. Nope. Why? Because my leg was hurt. So you just stayed home? Yeah. Did you watch it on TV or something? No, I just stayed home. <laughs> you didn't even go to watch? No. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah. So you were on the team but then got injured? Correct. When, like, how far along in the season were you? Uh, three quarters of the way through. Got injured the last quarter of the way through and didn't go to state. And yeah, kind that's, of a bummer, but uh, that's, that's right. That's what life is. So how did your team do? We won state. No. Yeah. That's cool. So do you have a ring? Um, no, I didn't think we ever got rings back in the day. Uh, that kind of sucks. Did That's you know that one of the our main player on our team went to China and played professional ball? Really? Yeah. What's his name? David Schreider. Shout out David Schreider. Shout out David. He's a cool basketball player. Yeah. Good guy. Very That's good cool. guy. That's cool. Were you guys friends? Were you guys close? Yeah. I mean, we weren't that close. Uh, he was a very good dude. Very serious and got stuff done good grades yeah. number yeah. one player <clears throat> yeah good guy that's cool okay joe so did you know you want to start us off did yeah. you know just crazy stuff did you know that you can say anything you want after did you know yeah so one thing i thought was pretty cool that i was going to talk about and i read up all about it did you know that um In 1938, almost 85 years ago, there was a broadcast on the radio. It was Orson Welles' broadcast. And he broadcast about the War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is a story. And, and it was on the radio. It was on the radio. Um, that famous actor, uh, Mission Impossible guy, what's his name? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise played in War of the Worlds. Okay. And they, they made a, a motion picture about it. Okay. 
Um, but before they had motion pictures, they were telling this story on the radio about this attack from Mars and the aliens that were attacking the the United States or New York or something, and and people just went crazy. They started believing it. They and people used to believe the radio that much. As and um, you know, I, this is all just stories i've heard right um people were jumping off buildings committing suicide heading for the hills oh because they were probably scared they for were, their life. they were scared for their life they thought they were going to get killed by aliens and the, the world was over oh i bet <clears throat> but as i started reading up about it mm-hmm. um i think that that's a hoax that i've been told by numerous numerous amounts of people oh really it says as it turns out the audience for the radio play was small Slate.com, in a report they ran in 2013, said the most of the nations was turned to the popular NBC program, Edgar Bergen's Chase and Sandberg Hour, a comedy and a variety show. In fact, the Hooper Ratings Service had telephoned households the night of the broadcast for its national rating survey and determined that only 2% of the potential audience was listening to Wells' show. That means that 98% of America was not panicking. Far fewer heard the broadcast and fewer even panicked than most people believed. So, I, uh, in this... I've been told the same thing, that a ton of people were freaking out and they were like, the world's going to end. Yeah, everybody thought it was over. But I guess not. I mean, according to this that I'm reading and studying about, that it's some, there may have been a few people who... Um, overreacted, but then it became huge. A rumor that spread more and more and right. more and more, and before you know it, the whole entire United States is reacting, committing suicide, and running right. away. Right? But that's not the case. Yeah. So only two percent of the people even watching in the United States might have. Maybe half might've. of them reacted, right? right. And so, like one percent of the United States, maybe, which maybe. is still a pretty big amount, but it could be less than one. Yeah, it could be. A Point two percent, right, and only half of those did it. Correct. Overreacted. <clears throat> did you know, Joe, that um, if we were to replicate Darth Vader's suit? It would cost $18.3 million. Well, what are you talking about? Did you imagine how much freaking technology is in there? Oh, like if it actually was if, keeping yeah. someone alive? Yeah. Did you Not know? Not just a costume. Yeah. Did you know it would cost $18.3 million to make a replica Darth Vader's Darth Vader suit? I did not know that. In fact, I never even heard such Yeah, because there's like all this, like all the, like the breathing stuff he has, all the technology he has in his suit to monitor his heart like just imagine what he went through he he has no arm and no leg you gotta you gotta put ample uh, yeah you gotta give him some credit for, for going through that oh yeah good job darth shout out darth <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out uh shout out darth for going through all that and still living i wonder if his close homies call him darth i don't know or maybe there's like hey vader yo what's up vader what's up darth yeah hey uh joe i have a quick joke do you know darth vader's favorite dessert what? <laughs> Just a funny, funny, like funny joke. <laughs> I like jokes like that. <laughs> okay. You got another one? 
Yeah, I got one. Shoot. Did you know that before uh, you play a lot of you play a lot of string instruments, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that the strings before metal was widely available and used, the strings that were on guitars or violins or whatever uh-huh. were made from animals, for like their hair, from actual their guts. They're in like intestines. Yeah, something inside of them is all nice and tough. And what the heck? Yeah. So like, they would like dry it out, and I'm guessing just stretch it out and use it as strings. Yep. What the that, heck? That was it. That's kind of gross to think that like the guitar violin you're playing on has a some gut strings on it, some cat guts. Actually, lamb, I do know lamb. That. Lamb was the most common, by the way. I I do remember this. So. Your dad, my grandpa, grandpa's, so your grandpa and my great grandpa had a violin and grandpa told me that it was cat gut strings. So like, yeah, it had cat gut strings on the violin (laughs) and we actually have it. So I'm wondering if it was, if it's like worth any money, if it has cat gut strings still on it or if they still use it or anything like that. Did you know? Oh. Are you finished with your story? Yeah. Did you know that uh, Disneyland has an underground tunnel system? I would imagine. It's pretty huge. Yeah, and then, like, big. just to get everywhere, they probably have Everywhere to quick, like, yeah, go to the like, underground railroad system in Disneyland. Yeah, that's facts. Dude, did you know that uh, in California they already have cabby-less driver cabs? So like remote control? Yeah, remote control. Like they are, it's already in California. Really? Yeah, my superintendent works with me. Um, I was talking to him like, man, before you know it, we're going to have cars just driving us around. He's like, dude, it's already done. Like I have seen a few in California where the cab drives up, picks somebody up. There's no cab driver, Jeez. drives off. Oh, my gosh. That would be kind of scary to be honest. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's the future. I think it will be. Oh, yeah. I think we'll see it full scale by twenty years from now. Yeah. Why not? You know, I yeah. I bet you honestly that, that when it happens full scale, that it will be it will cut down on wrecks. Yeah. Um, people falling asleep, people being drunk, people. I mean, anything and every. Yeah. yeah you know, if you, if you need a designated driver, you just get a self-driving car instead of having to drive on. Right, and I think it will come in every car eventually. With an option of, hey, do you want to drive or, hey, you want a computer to drive? Right. And computer drive, there's like, I feel like some people think that, oh, I don't want that to like take over. I want to do this because I don't trust computers. But I I bet a plenty of people will be like, eh, I'm tired right uh, now. Let's, let's turn this on right now. Yeah. Especially good roads. You know, oh, yeah. Nice straight highway. Yeah. Like especially for a while. When, yeah. Especially when you get out on a straight freeway, you're like, uh, cruise control, yeah. done. Yeah. Let me take Fall it. Fall asleep. Yeah. I've heard that in India, um, there's like drones that people fly and come and pick up people and like the taxi and people are just in their basement remote control. Wow. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know how true it is, but that's what I've heard. I fully believe that before I die, I'm 38, uh, in 20 years, we will have another form of transportation above us yeah because you think about it like people before us they thought about phones they're like okay how can this get better 
but then it got better. Like they didn't know how, but it got better. Right. They they tapped into the basics. Yeah. And look where it went from there. And now with us and cars, we're like and GPS systems and satellites, exactly. we're tapping into the basics of it, and we're gonna get a lot farther than right. we think it will. Something will pop up and and change the world. Yeah, and we don't know what that is because you know it hasn't come yet. Right. Unless you've time traveled. Yeah, you? I th- yeah I agree. I think I think that we will definitely have a whole nother form of of transportation above us, whether it's anywhere from a little drone bringing a little package to your house or mm-hmm. a <clears throat> drone-sized car yeah. that will be carrying you and your passengers to wherever you're headed. That uh, package system might be nice as well because you don't got have to hire anybody. The only problem is would be uh, like carrying all the packages. <clears throat> Did you know that the Statue of Liberty wears a size 879 shoe. That's funny. <laughs> so if you want to get some custom Jordans, you got you got to pay a little extra for those. Yeah, that's that would be pretty custom and pretty expensive, I bet. Yeah. And did you know that goosebumps are caused by a muscle? So some muscle in your body causes goosebumps to go off. And I don't know why because different things trigger it like your smell could give you goosebumps. Your hearing could give you goosebumps. Like you get like a little crack in your tooth or chew on something and it gives you goosebumps. Like I wonder what, uh, what muscle makes that. Cause it's, it just seems like yeah, it one muscle somewhere. I would have thought that was like a nerve or yeah. Or like a brain reaction or something. I wonder what it is. Let me, Let me check it out real quick. Let me check it out. While you're checking that out, do you want me to tell you something like about a a did you know? Yeah. This one is actually pretty amazing. This one I've uh, read about. I actually watched a thing on it. Like a documentary? Yeah, a little bit of a documentary, and it it amazed me. And then as I started, my wife was the one who actually started bringing this up, Nicole. And, uh, yeah, it's just simply amazing to me. It blew my mind. Did you know that trees can, can communicate? Really? They talk to one another. You're talking about like Lord of the Rings and trees. No, I'm talking about real life trees. Trees talk. The roots are connected through an underground network of fungi, nicknamed the Wood Wide Web. It allows them to share resources with each other. They talk by transmitting nutrients to one another through the fungi. For instance, a mother tree or oldest or strongest tree in the forest will share some of her sugars with a smaller nearby tree. Huh. That is so crazy. That is crazy. So it's the fungi that actually has uh, something in it that helps them communicate. So so their roots don't even have to touch? Are you saying that? Yeah, they don't. It's just the fungi that is between them that allows their energies to transfer one to another to say, hey, I need some sugars over here, Mama Tree. And she's like, sure, here's some sugar. That's how trees talk. Yeah, I can understand because the wind's like. Mushrooms are, speaking of mushrooms, mushrooms are crazy. Mushrooms are gross. Mushrooms are really, really good tasting. (laughs) Just Did you know, did you know, Spencer, that mushrooms are really good to eat? To some people. Well, I'm saying like to, Not the, to me to the most smart, well, <laughs> intelligent, um, intelligently beautiful people, uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, blessed with a good palate type of people, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Obviously it's, uh, 
opinion, but the 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 amount of things you can do with different mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, some are for healing. Some are for um, psychedelics. Some are for um, eating. Some are for healing this part of you, and some are for energy. Like I didn't even know there was that many of kind oh of gosh, kind of mushrooms. Dude, I could do a. My wife has been telling me about it because she's been looking into them. And for healing purposes, she's a naturopath, um, foot zoner, um, yoga teacher, yeah. all into that natural stuff, right? Yeah. She's been looking into them about healing, right? Healing herself, healing um, others. Um, right. It's amazing, dude. I, I We should honestly do a thing on mushrooms That'd just be because of how cool they are. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So what's the thing about mushrooms? Oh, the mushrooms is... The, the fungi, the mushroom, and the the fungi in the in the ground grows between trees and helps them communicate. Huh, that is so weird to me. Like they also use mushrooms for like um, radiation poisoning in this whole city. Have you seen those yeah. cities that they abandon because of it, or mm-hmm. or areas they abandon because of acid spills? All the poison. They throw mushroom spores out and they absorb it and grow. Wow. They heal the land. Jeez! Shout out mushrooms, bro. Yeah, good job, mushrooms. Good job, Love mushroom. you. Spencer <laughs> what, what loves would, eating what, you. What would we do without you? Let's see here. Okay. Did you know that eighty-four percent of all vegetation on Earth is in water? In the eighty-four percent. Eighty-four percent. Jeez, that's a ton. That's a ton. And did you also know we know about more? more about our solar system like our whole solar system than our deepest parts of the ocean yeah i believe that oh yeah like i think it's but think about it like water you can't you can't breathe in water but you also can't breathe in the, the like outer space so how do we know more about the united or about the united states more about the solar system than the water. I think it's just because it's so open and vast in the right. solar system. It's it's lookable. You can look upon it and we can I mean there's a lot of theories and assuming out there, I think. And you can take pictures of a so you can see it. You yeah. can Yeah, telescope. You can uh explore it from here, you know. Because there's no blockade. Right. Because you can't really see through water. Right. As soon as you get a certain amount of depth, it's like, sorry, you can't go any further. Or else you're going to die. You're going to be crushed. Right. So I wonder, how how do we do that? Like, do we not know about, like, a monster down there? Like a monster squid? Uh, why, uh I would say, why not? I mean, the yeah. possibilities are endless. There could be a whole world of mermaids down exactly. there for all we, we don't, know. We don't even know that. Eight-legged mermaids. Eight-legged mermaids? Eight-armed, one-finned. I'm just saying the possibilities are endless. Right. right? Speaking of <laughs> <laughs> speaking of ocean things, did you know that uh, uh, tuna swim up to 45 miles per hour actually 45 kilometers per hour holy crap which is 28 miles per hour imagine catching one of those like on a rod and reel (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's fast also speaking of water spent gotta tell you one more thing about water before we get off the topic yeah did you know the longest breath held underwater i want you to guess this first before i even start it how long can you how long can you hold your breath you think I bet if I really try, minute and a half. Okay. Maybe, maybe though, because I don't. I like breathing. It makes me live. 
Yeah, I like breathing. I can't hold my breath very long. I yeah. might be able to do it. How long did you say? One that minute, I 30 could? seconds, probably? Yeah, a minute, 30. I could probably do like a minute, 32 seconds. Yeah, but, but uh, you meant water. Okay, so probably a minute, 45. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think this so dude did? world record? Yeah, world record. Holding your breath. Probably a lot better than I could. Probably five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah. 24 minutes and three seconds. Uh, 24 yeah. minutes? Yeah, like there's people that for some reason I've thought I've heard like after nine minutes of no oxygen to your brain, you die. Like you get brain yeah. damage or something. But you just train your body. I that watched, doesn't even I, make sense. I watched a Navy SEAL on TV. Um, jump in a bowl of water in um, a bowl Vegas of water. Strip and oh, like yeah. hold his breath to for everybody to see for like sixteen minutes. So it's possible if you do training of it. This this one person did this person set a record minutes? for twenty four minutes and Holy three seconds. Wow, that's a that's a dang long time. Yeah, that's like I could drive out to your house in twenty four minutes. I know. Can you imagine holding your? Oh yeah, that's exactly what it takes. Is about twenty, little over twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to hold your breath from the time you leave your house to the time you get here. Oh my gosh! I know, right? Brain that's damage. Just, yeah, seriously. He probably, he probably doesn't even use his brain anymore. It's just a piece of meat in his head. Did you know that bubble wrap was not intended for wrapping things? What was it intended for? Being a wallpaper. I people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, crazy? that would be a funny wallpaper to have. If you find popping if you find popping bubbles puppy <laughs> popping bubble wrap was once a thing getting in the mail, imagine it being plastered all over your wall. Maybe your mom could uh put some up in her new Oh house. yeah, she would love that. Yeah. And all then, over. And then Will could just run over pop pop pop. Oh, every that kid would that be came so in. We would run out of Balloon or the bubbles. The bubbles. Did you know Shakespeare invented more than seventeen hundred words? Think uh, about yeah. Think he about in, Shakespeare invented over seventeen hundred words. Yeah. Think about it. Think about that's everything impressive, he wrote. man. Like that's just one I author, but seventeen hundred words for like, just him. I have a word I I uh, came up with that I want to. I would love for you to share on the podcast the thing that you, or the word that you made. Yeah, I'd love to share this. Um, so the word is T-impactionately. T-impactionately? T-impactionately. What's the definition of T-impactionally? So in the past, I have taught many, many people how to be a carpenter. Yeah. And in this, I get impatient and... Because my impatience, I act upon my impatience, and I get the job done expeditiously because of your impatience, my impatience. But that doesn't help him learn, so it's not a good right. thing. But that whole situation, I've noticed so many times that somebody's like, "Hey, Josiah, how do you do this?" I'm like, instead of saying, "Well, you do it like this," and you walk you him through, done it, I, I get halfway through teaching them, they're not understanding it, so I just hurry and get it done, right? Right. So you teach. Then you become impatient, and so I act upon it. And because of my actions, I get it done expeditiously. So, T impactionately teach, impatient, act expeditiously. T impactionately. T impactionately. Yeah, I've did it on you a number of times. You didn't even know. I, <laughs> I know. I T impactionately oh. like seven times yeah. last week. Okay, so we're gonna not last week. Are we gonna? Are we gonna like? I, I have thought many times. Like, I want to go to wherever you go to get the word dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. And just say, bro. 
hey, this, this is, is the new word that needs to be done. T impactionally. Yeah, and the definition would be as you are teaching somebody, you become impatient and you act on it and you get it done expeditiously. Ex- speak expeditiously. Getting something Fast. done expeditiously is speedy and efficient. Speedy and efficient. Yeah. Quality. I learned that from Sylvester Stallone. I, I learned this from you. Quality over quantity. Yeah, you got to have quality over quantity. If you're going to get it done fast, but it's also good, that's awesome. But yeah. if it's not good, then you, you got to choose quality. You got to choose quality. That's my that's my word I want to do. I love that word. That's Speaking of word. words, Speaking. did you know there's a 50,000 word novel without the letter E in it? There's no way. How many words? There are 50,000 word novel without the letter E in it. That doesn't even make sense. There's no thes. There's no Spencers. Let me, let me read it to you. Gadsby is a lip, lip program or a novel written without using a letter or letters. In the case of Gadsby, written by Ernst Vincent Wright in 1939, the letter E... That the letter is E. Check out on the fun fact. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Gatsby. I don't think it's the, the great. It's not the great Gatsby. It's not the great Gatsby. Because that's by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. It's Gatsby. Because if they would have done Gatsby, it would have had an E in it. And they don't like E's, I guess. Did they? Do you think they purposely did that? Yeah, I bet. So I yeah. bet they wanted There's no way. They wanted to be... The only one. Yeah, there's no way that they... Yeah, there's no way. I don't think so. Okay. Last couple right here. I got a, I got a real good one. I got a good one. Okay, go so, for it. Did you know that McDonald's once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Oh, wow. McDonald's is also known for going above and beyond for creating new products with their cu- for their customers, but sometimes the ideas come out... For Golden Arches, Golden Arches headquarters isn't always the best. In 2014, the fast food chain developed a bubblegum flavored broccoli, which turned out to be utterly an utter failure. <laughs> McDonald's CEO Don Thomas admitted that kids were confused by the taste. Yeah, I'd be like, am I eating broccoli or bubblegum? Or am here? I eating bubblegum? Because I want me some bubblegum. You know, uh, I like bubblegum, but I don't think I'd want bubblegum and broccoli at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't want bad that. choice. Old very bad choice. Oh, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, wonder if Ronald's the one that made that choice. I don't think so. Well, maybe because he's a clown. Yeah, <laughs> he like he likes <laughs> it's a pretty gum. clowny idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make bubble gum. Wait, so is it a broccoli that is flavored like bubble gum, or a bubble gum flavored broccoli? I think it's broccoli flavored like bubble gum. They were trying to get the kids to eat broccoli. And they were confused by the taste. and like, ew, this is even more gross. Because if I'm going to be honest, I like broccoli. Broccoli is not bad. If you steam the it right, with some right butter and salt and pepper. Or just fresh with some ranch dipped on it. No. Well, you don't like that? Not my favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, I like broccoli with butter too. So, so they're both good. Yeah. And then there's bad ways to eat it. Cold, cold ew. broccoli. Like steamed, then cold. Like, you like do leftovers. Ugh. You got, uh, you got mashed broccoli. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a good one for you. This is this one surprised me quite okay. a bit. Did you know, before 1920, some people used to send their children in the mail instead of on a train. No. Yeah. Frugal families, like in the early 1900s, were so poor that they're like, 
I got to get my kid to my aunt's or back home or whatever. And the cheapest way to go was the mail. <laughs> so did they just stick him in a box? You're like, what? It <laughs> doesn't explain it. It just says they send him in the mail. I imagine they just put a tag on him and live baby yeah fragile keep this i'm I'm guessing not like a little tiny baby i'm guessing more like a toddler or even a like new house yeah and a teenager maybe even put a tag on him like this is going to new york oh my gosh i can't even imagine that happening imagine being the kid sitting there and back with all the boxes just like especially with no entertainment back then you'd know what to do did you know grapes light on fire in the microwave? I didn't know that. I'm going to have to try that. They spark. And did you know if you put a chip bag in there, it'll shrink to like a baby sh- like chip bag like that? Have you tried either of those? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. Do you try both of them? I've tried the chip one, and I think I've tried the grape one. I, I think I remember it just sparked. I don't know if it started on fire. We'll have to try it out. But, yeah, those are my some crazy ones, like the breath-holding one. Holy crap. Yeah, that's that one was crazy. That one was You got you got some more for us? Um Yes. Did you know that King Tut from Egypt owned a dagger from outer space? King Tut has lots of cool things that he was buried with when he died, but most and the most cool one um archaeologists found this dagger so King Tut has lots of cool things in his burial chamber or whatever when he died. And when archaeologists found it, they brought it to a scientist and the scientist tested it. And so the ti- uh, the dagger was made out of nickel, iron, and cobalt. Com- cobalt. Cobalt? I don't know how to pronounce that. Cobalt. And it's uh, super strong, and it suggested so, that the origins are out of, like not of this world. So the Egyptians uh, used to hang out with some people from more of the worlds. Yeah, which is kind of weird, because Spence, you believe in oh, you believe in aliens? Yes, I do. I do too, man. I as well. Like, there's no way. Like, I have heard too many stories. I've heard too many stories, but I, it's the universe is too vast, you know? Too huge for not one Earth to happen. Yeah. I mean, let's say this is all by chance. I mean, I'm not a believer that I believe in a, a plan and a good Lord himself, right? I agree as well. Um, but let's say this all is chance, okay? Yeah. And the chances of a rock hitting a spark and making a... Uh, organism that eventually evolved into us is like one in a trillion, right? But or, there is one in a trillion. That's what I'm saying. Like, our one in a let's say it's one in a a, a billion yeah. trillions, even right? right? One in a billion trillions makes up one billionth trillionth of this galaxy. Yeah, I mean of this space, right? Right. I mean, space goes on forever. So the uh, the thought that mm, no, there's no other living organisms out there there's no way yeah because there is those odds like yeah there the the odds that are definitely there because of how big the space is right like if i told you like i gave you this ticket and this ticket to win the powerball is one in a trillionth there's no way you're gonna win it because that's so like so small and there's so little tickets and you only got one ticket 
but there is tons and tons of galaxies like it and definitely universes and space that and, just continues and on for more universes and the multiverse and the more i look into this topic and read about it and study about space i'm thinking yeah obviously yeah, right there has to be something <laughs> and when it comes down to it i think that they've already been here and i think yeah. that it's already been known and i think that our government hides it from us personally personally what as do you think well. about that i, I think as well cuz cuz they would have said something there, there's too much fishy stuff going around. Yeah. Speaking of fishy, can I give you one more did you knows? Is it about fish? Uh, it's about the ocean and reptiles. <laughs> That's kind of fishy. Yeah, it's kind of fishy. What do you think the fastest reptile is, Spencer? Reptile? Yeah. Swimming? In the ocean. Swimming? Swimming. Or? Not it, on land. Is it an alligator? It's a turtle. Turtles get a bad rap, right? Because they're, because like they're slow as a turtle. Land. But guess what? The turtle is the fastest reptile in the sea. Okay, think about it. There's not a lot of reptiles that swim in the sea, though. Well, there's some. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fastest one. Guess how fast it swims. How fast? 25 miles an hour. 35 miles an hour. Holy beans. I know, right? That's, that's fast. fast for a turtle. That's a fast-moving turtle. Holy beans. Well, Joe, what do you say? And that was a lot of did you knows and... Uh, that's good. That's good. That's good uh, fun. We need to get another um, we need interview get, here. We need huh? another guest on the show. Yeah, we need another guest on the show. We're working on that right now, actually. Yeah, we're working on getting back on our normal schedule, either once a week or twice a week, since Spencer's kind of slowing down, but I'm picking yeah. up at work. Yeah. Did you know that, you're picking up that at it's work? cold at work? Oh I, I work gosh. outside every day. Screw that. Yeah. That's no. Spencer, when you get all grown up. Don't, don't be work. a construction worker. <laughs> uh, be someone smart. I will. All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you guys can get updates on the uh, on the podcast. Also, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find us anywhere on where you can listen to this podcast. And, and until then, Betterman. Betterman.